Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there is an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me A Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is, you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymecoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep blocktalk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. It's time to get in the pineapple zone and be honest and straight about things. So let's begin. This cast is not the tea. Just me being honest and straight. But does my guest agree? Let's find out as we talk all things Survivor 43. And joining me is someone who is a salesperson in more than one way, including selling to an audience. That she's a woman. It's Adriana Trenta. Oh, I hate you for that because I was about to make those comments myself. Hi. Can I have your bead? <laughs> Can I have your bead? Um, which beads? Uh, I got some right here for you. Here you go. Ah, <laughs> Ooh, um, wow. <laughs> wow. Um, Adriana, let's just start this off right now. Okay. Officially voting for Glam Award nominations. Um, I would like to be nominated, and I think y'all would like to be nominated too. So yes. people who are um, available <laughs> to nominate in Nightlife, nominate us both. You know what? It's only the fair thing to do. We've been doing yeah. this for six, seven years at this point. We've been doing the same song and dance, always losing to the same five people. It'd be yeah. nice to nice to switch it up a little. Um, um, will things be different and it won't be a public vote? Who knows? If not. Did, oh, oh, you want to, you know what? You want to hear about voting. Um, she still let Kip me on red on when I bitched about it last year. So I don't know if anything's changed. Um, 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 okay, so we will talk about that um, probably over drinks sometime. Um, we will also talk about the uh, the um, shenanigans of a uh, certain event that missed the mark um, with its uh, scoring and voting. We will talk about that sometime. Oh, I heard. Oh, don't you? Don't worry. I heard. I heard. And I was like, but how? How does that work? You know, voting is very, very, very convoluted, as we will see on today's episode. All I'm uh, going to say is, as a former producer, and maybe hopeful producer again, of a drag competition, you don't fucking lose the votes. You can't. It's not. It's impossible. And you know what? You also, uh, it is also almost as impossible to get beads from every single contestant. Okay, we'll talk about it. Let's, we'll let's, let's start from the um, beginning now. Let's start from the beginning. Yes, let's start. It's after Tribal. The tribe returns, and Owen apologizes for getting worked up and anxious, but that's all thanks to his name coming up. Mm -hmm. He was terrified and thanks the tribe for keeping him and being who he thought they were. Mm -hmm. And Ellie hopes the vote solidifies trust, and Gabler is like, I trusted you so much, I didn't even play my idol. Gabler already annoys me. Yeah. Well, Gabler thinks their tribe is slow to start, but wants to focus on their bodies, and they'll be better in challenges. Because that's the golden ticket. That's the thing that works. Yeah. He says, where do they where do they find this guy? I don't know. He and people allow him to operate on their hearts. Crazy, crazy, crazy. crazy. Uh, Gabler wants to find food in the morning and will offer worms and frying them up as bacon because 
this man's for real. He really says worms are like bacon. That's that's an uh, option. That's an option. Now, I don't want to be too gruesome here, but for those who live in places where there are worms and like it rains and the next day it's like really hot. Yeah. We've seen what happens to worms on like hot concrete. They don't look like bacon. They don't. No. They just go and just gross. This man, and like they allude to it early, later on in the episode, but like this this man is not cut out for this. No. He looks like it, but he's not. He, he is the Okay, so the thing is with early game dynamics, you don't necessarily want to go with, you don't want to upset the boat. You want to keep the dynamics as long as possible until other people at the post-merge can take out who the the people are that are annoying you. Mm -hmm. However, if there is someone that's beyond help, you have to kind of go for them sometimes because that's just the easy option. Um, And he's beyond help. Absolutely. They literally devote an entire segment to him being unable to lift beams. Yes. Well, let, let, let's get there because a storm is a brewing mm-hmm. uh, and it's going to be a screw in them. Uh, morning does come and they have lost the majority of the fire, but there are some embers. And Sammy says it was the worst experience because when it rains at home, he can just go to the convenience store and wait for his mom to pick him up. Or cremate just some rem- puppies. Yeah. Just a reminder, he's 19 years old, so he does still need approval from his mommy. Mm. Um, he says sleeping doesn't happen when you're wet. So Sammy wants a new roof. And Gable was like, but they were like 40 mile per hour winds. Exaggeration or real? Okay, 40 mile an hour winds are the are not even that's stronger than the hurricane winds that are happening down in Florida. Right. So I think they would have been evacuated if it was that bad, but just, just my thoughts. Although I will say, would you rather be on an odd season of Survivor or an even season of Survivor? Because it seems like the it seems like the odd seasons are the ones that get the hurricanes. Mm-hmm. It's the even I, you want. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this adventure is everything Gabler uh, thinks he can take, maybe a little more, but he has never pushed his body this far, and he played football and hikes with heavy packs on his back. You too as well, right, also? I mean, okay, so not for nothing, football players are not the most athletic people in the world. Shocker, shocker, shocker. Mm-hmm. They are built to do exactly one task and one task well, mm-hmm. and, and they train to do that. Be a tight end. Or, <laughs> gay, funny, whatever. No, like, realistically speaking, if I have to choose between a runner and a football player to help me in a challenge or to help me any, in anything, I'm going to pick the runner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you pick Noelle? But no, I won't pick her either because I don't want someone that, uh, we'll talk about it. We will talk about <laughs> it. Yes, we will. Owen is worried about Gabler running out of steam. He is now getting nauseous from drinking water. Um, and y'all really wanted to keep him last week. That's the person you like died and you sold it for. Okay. Okay. Well, um, realistically, was Mariah going to do anything? I, like, you don't know. I, I know did, that we barely got to know her. I know that she was fabulous, but like, y- it says some, it like, Remember how I said you don't rock the boat with Survivor? You don't True. want you don't want to show up to Survivor being a g- giant rainbow flag for someone to go, hey, maybe we should go for that target instead of this. Like it's just psychology. You you don't sure. you you want to blend in a little now, bit. Is this going to be a redemption arc for Gabler, or is this just a precursor of what's going to come? He is aware that when he is lying down to manage his body, he's more of a liability for the game. So just the facts that they put this all in here. I'm like, if he's self-aware, that usually is a good sign for an edit. No, I think that what's going to happen is that someone savvier is going to keep him as their Philip and sort of, sure. and sort 
because realistically you don't always want to send home like i said you don't want to send home the weakest person always mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. if you can if you're in a middle of the road position where you can see that there is pairs forming you you want to see okay which is the pair that doesn't the person that doesn't want to be in that pair right and and sort of absorb them as like your third wheel so that we can kind of just not be um you you don't want to be in a position where anyone can go well voting you off isn't going to piss anyone else off so you it's interesting yeah. with gabler because last week we he was like a weirdo but he mm-hmm. had made this connection with ellie now mm-hmm. we're getting this thing where oh my god he's terrible he we need, need to get him out last week's the thing that's still sticking me here we're going to get something between the two of them. I don't know if it's going to be a, who's going to get who first, or if they're going to be like, we hate each other, but we need to work together. Especially with Ellie um, uh, basically spearheading this, we need to go through his bag and find his clue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, Hey, it, it's, I'm glad that they did that because I was a little confused too, because they never said this episode and I forget what it was. How long can Dwight not vote for? We're going to go through a couple of things that have not been clarified in this yeah. season. Yeah. But but first, the music um, gets a little bit dopier um, because Owen is junior deputy water boy. Uh, oh, water boy. Good times, Adam Sandler. Good times. Um, <laughs> Owen's friends call him a lovable curmudgeon, and he's trying to keep that curmudgeon under wraps. Mm. I know a couple of curmudgeons in my life. And if any of y'all say I'm a curmudgeon, fuck you. I, you know what? I... I plead the fifth. Anyway, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. He says yeah. he's holding it together and his friends would be proud. Um, but he's also like spilling water and he may or may not have peed his pants based on his walk. Um, and he also says it looks like Beyond Cubes. And it's like, who are you? You're a very interesting human. He reminds me a lot of, um, I, I wanted to say his name was Owen. Who was it? Omar. He reminds me of Omar. Omar. Mm-hmm, he reminds mm-hmm, me of Omar. Mm-hmm. And in a good way. He, yeah. He is aware of what's going on and he's aware of how he comes across. And, mm-hmm. and I think it was Boston Rob that said, it's not about your perception of other people. It's about your perception of other people's perceptions and whether or not that's true. Mm-hmm. And he is realizing that he, and cause we get this whole segment of like all the girls thinking they have to like baby him because they think he'll throw a temper tantrum. And it's like, he's aware that that's the perception. Yeah. I, 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 I smell good things coming from his uh, bouillon cubes. Meanwhile, Miss Ellie is idle hunting and she completely misses it. That's going to be coming to bite her in the ass at some point. I know that one. Mm-hmm. Although I like, with... I like Ellie. I like Ellie. I don't. It's, really? She reminds me of last season's um, psychologist, psychiatrist, whatever. She, rem- she actually reminds me more of who was the person on Edge of Extinction that um, made it to the top four. The, the woman that, that like got like robbed by like the um by Chris and I just, come back. I don't, Chrissy no no it, what, what maybe it's just the way that, maybe maybe it's just the hair I don't know maybe I don't know, I don't know. um honestly at this point my brain is like I can't remember any other names besides this season you, you know thanks, it's, drag a race. It's, thanks, a ble- drag it's a blessing race. it's a blessing know, right? yeah, yeah. Well, Ellie talks with Janine saying the next vote is crucial for them. Uh, Janine says that they have their pick of Owen or Sammy to be their third. And it's like, my God, we love thirds, don't we? Um, Ellie says at first it was Owen, but most recently she feels it should be Sammy as Owen will be harder to manage. And Ellie is going to relate them to her children as children. Uh, Sammy is her firstborn who came out really independent and strong-willed and takes charge and doesn't need tending to. Owen is her baby boy, secondborn. He needs more attention and high maintenance. High maintenance. Um, as a firstborn, I, I like how she said things. 
when she said that I immediately thought of uh, one of those older seasons where um, where it was like the I think it was like the first time they got like someone to actually like flip on their lines and they go I feel mm-hmm. like I'm being spoken to like a child mm-hmm. that's going to come back and bite her oh yes yes um, yeah. I mean we're going to watch Ellie give Owen permission to stop working as frustration makes things harder I don't care for her go by I, I don't care for her I mean like okay I think that she, I, the only thing I agree with is her voting out uh, Gabler. Everything else, I'm just kind of like, eh. Now, Janine is confused by the game that the boys are playing, and Ellie says they're not playing. They're just being them, and they can go secret incognito and, and, and run the game. Meanwhile, Gabler is talking about his feet. And for all those foot fetishists out there, um, this episode was for you. The, oh, um, no, that was, that was not for them. Those feet were gross. Well... Owens are pruny, pruny and gross. And then Sammy is like, I'm Patrick Mahone. And I was like, let's play some football. Yeah. Um, he throws a coconut and I kind of wish he knocked the entire shelter down. Like that's the karma that I wish he had happen. Um, Cause that's how dumb this segment was. But Owen will ask if the girls are talking about them and leave it to Sammy once again saying, yeah, they're getting close. Something's up. Um, Sammy says it doesn't matter as they are the majority. He knows the girls will vote together. Now, remember remember when ellie wasn't sure if she would spark something if they voted out mariah girl you did bitch you may have fucked up see here's the thing if i was owen in that situation with sammy proposing the three majority against the two i would immediately go okay so what order am i in this three and Mm -hmm. then assume them on the bottom and then go for whoever i can pick off from that duo and potentially try and uh, wrangle something up like I-, I think owen's in the best spot after seeing this whole uh debacle because sammy does not seem smart but that's the thing he has been the one who's figured everything out at least through the edit they're showing it that way between the fire and the um the the number game the puzzle like he's the one who's picking up on the clues that no one else is picking up on but, but again it could be the edit at the same time also so, like it doesn't seem like there's a lot of bright people on this season. No, and I think that's why I'm not connecting with this cast because I think they're all fucking idiots. They may be fans of the show, but they're all fucking idiots. I don't know where they got these people. It's like it, it's like almost Big Brother 24 level of like some of these people are dumb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. now, Sammy feels the best way is to go with Gabler and Owen and tells them if they try to pull one of them in, they know what to do. The hope is, is that it doesn't go that way, but the game is on. And Sammy doesn't like the guys or girls alliance thing, but he thinks that he and Gabler are being underestimated. They have the numbers, and they'd be stupid to lose them. Keep it in your mind for next week. Notice how he didn't say Omar. Mm-hmm. Or not Omar. Uh, uh, Owen. 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 Oh my god, I'm going to do that all the time. I know, right? Oh. All right, let's visit our friends on Team Red. It's day four. Uh, Dwight is going to find some adventures, and Jesse is keeping guard for him. This is a duo that says that this is a duo that Noel and Justin are a pair while Cody and Nick are a pair. So they're just not as tight. They believe they can go wherever they want, but Jesse knows that the tribal lines are getting clearer. So he pulls in Dwight to be his partner. Jesse says that back at home in his life, he has made partnerships as everything he decides is him and his wife and says, Dwight, be my island wife. Hashtag no homo. By the way, was I the only one that heard um, the red flags go off immediately when they said pineapples? And I was like, are they swingers? 
Are they, are they, did he just admit that he and his wife are swingers on national possible. television? I think it, it's very possible. Um, you, you know that, right? Pineapple is like the symbol for uh, swingers. If there's an upside down pineapple or, or anything like that on like a, on like a house, that's code, like the hanky code, basically. Listen, I would not be shocked. I, I wouldn't be either. I, li- I like, Je- I like Jesse. He's interesting. He's very interesting. Um, he, now, he like, he seems like a, like, in the same position Owen is in. hmm Yeah. Dwight is ready to rock with Jesse, but he says he's made a good social bond with everyone on the tribe. Cut to Dwight's backstory. When he was in school, he attended some events with influential political figures. And yes, those signs might confirm that Dwight is, in fact, a Democrat, though some of the people he spoke to might have just been for a job, but... Um, as a junior interviewer, he interviewed the likes of Madeleine Albright, Condoleezza Rice, and Colin Powell. And yes, those other photographs included Hillary Clinton and Mitch McConnell. I don't what know. What the fuck? I don't know. I, I'm going to be honest. I always hate these, like, this is who I am segments. I It's so, like, I want to learn about you through the game. I don't mm-hmm. want to learn. I mean, like, I don't want these, like, this is my childhood uh, crying sick. like okay great we have to like n- know something about you to like learn your name and everything but like Adriana you do know why they're doing this why? because they're like why is Drag Race winning all these awards let's do what they do make people cry but there's no mirrors here so here you go but Drag Race didn't win the Emmy this no, year not, not this year so now they're going to be like watch that lizard show with the fat people you know good goddamn well the season 15 uh, editing room it was a war zone the day after the Emmys. <laughs> All I'm going to say is I have heard rumors that the producers were not thrilled with some of the promo looks this week. I, I, this week? What have you heard? Well, I went to see a show last night and someone wasn't in the show. Oh, okay. Wait, Thursday. Oh! No, no, okay. no, no. I'm not talking about a drag show. I'm talking about a musicale. Ah! <laughs> How did they? Okay, we'll talk about this off the camera. We'll talk about it off camera because <laughs> I don't want to get anyone in trouble. Love you. <laughs> I, I do. I do adore her. So, um, but yeah. Wait, um, really? Wait, I've never met them. Are they like a? Are they good really, people? They've been on the pod, so yeah, they're good. Oh, okay, work. Yeah. I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get a good vibe off them, but anyway. No, they're they're good people. Okay, cool. Um, good. Now. The only person that Dwight has no bond with is Cody. He says he's a wild card. And he tells Jesse that they have never talked game. They talk life, but never game related. He tells Jesse that he's sticking with the girls for now, but NECA would be mad if he turned on Cody. Jesse is okay with Dwight not talking game with Cody because he's just says Cody's Cody. Cody's Cody. Is that a good excuse? No. It's not. And here's the thing. I think that Cody is going to be, he's going to survive pre-merge. I think he's going to be an early vote in post-merge i'm here's the here's the Cody is good fucking television i hate i have to admit that well no here's the thing I, it's nothing to do with the television because i think he's dumb and i think that he he really doesn't like the whole boy advantage alone that was something that really pissed me off with him but he is someone who is going to stumble their way ass backwards into a couple of key like saving grace moments. Yes. I think he's also really benefiting from the fact that half of his tribe is dumb. Mm-hmm. D- well, at least dumber than he is. Like he's at least kind of like a, like a funny dumb and he can kind of lean on it and make it like a, like a, an advantage for him because everyone just doesn't hate Cody. Apparently. Yeah. Um, now- he reminds me of like every single like 
I've, I've met some, I've met gays with his voice, like older gays that like, are like I think you can name a couple that I know that I'm probably of, but like uh I his voice is his, his voice brings back memories. Now cut to Cody who's jumping off of things and wants to climb off the giant rock formation. He finds yeah. eating coconuts boring. So yeah let's go jump off of things. Um Cody's wild and he just likes to have fun. Look at the hat he made look at the hat he made why are we showing his hat? Watch I don't know later. I think he's gonna um, be medically DQ'd if I'm being that's honest. Possible. I think he, I think he, I think that's a good strategy for him, or for well, someone else to keep him. But, but he, he, he's just L I V I N. He's living. I think that I think if I'm Jesse, I would keep him so that way he can just be stupid enough to get bit by something or fall on something, and then that's one less person you have to worry about. That's true. Um, do you have any um, tattoos like L I V I N? I don't. I don't. I have virgin skin all over my body. Same. Me too. Jesse says he's able to make connections with everyone in the tribe, except Justine, who made eye contact with a spider. So she does not like that. Um, she does not like spiders. Don't worry. You're not going to be spider girl. You're not going to get bitten by a spider out here. He is annoyed by her. And we're going to get a montage of Justine hating spiders and noting her nails are disgusting, um, ordering Cody around. And Jesse thinks that she's just a different kind of person, even though she's just a city away from where he grew up. Jesse will remind us that Dwight lost his vote on the journey. So he believes that he doesn't have a say who gets to go or stay, which they don't have to do for now. That seems a little foreboding because Jesse seems like he's almost overplaying by doing something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say I agree with his take on Justine in the sense that uh, when we hear, we get a flashback to it when she said that she's a really good liar. I'm like, that Mm -hmm. is not something you tell someone. Um, especially if you say your actual profession on the show, I would never say that. Just like you don't say you're an actor because people will know you can act. Yeah, no, no. If I, if I were to ever go on big brother, I wouldn't say I'm a mattress salesperson. I wouldn't say I'm a drag queen. I would make up something about, you know, whatever, but because apparently you're a good liar. Um, I don't know if probes can actually like say no you're not tell them the truth what your profession is there are moments where i'm like probes knows what's going on and he purposely does not feed into it but you can see in his eyes he's like i want to change the situation are you sure that's not just the the botox (laughs) that's very possible um as someone who's not had botox yet um i need it yeah Anyway, the music shifts to some happy music and we see an up-close zoom into Noelle as she's trying to get her leg on. And she says her hands are wet um, and she's having difficulty putting it on. And we're going to get an interesting edit here for Cody, who says that meeting Noelle was really cool. He is learning how she puts her leg on with the knob and pushing it in and blah, 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 blah. He asks about hydraulics and says her running blade has one, but not her foot one. And then we're going to learn that Cody um, had a best friend in high school who lost his leg. He thought it was the worst thing in the world until him being up in heaven as he's watching him on Survivor. This changed how he lived his own life. He was crazy his whole life, but his drive was his friend's answer. Cody grew up in a small town in Iowa, and they were all tight. When his friend Devin died, it affected him. He watched him struggle. To watch how vicious life can be to someone who doesn't deserve it made him tough, but put things into perspective. Had it all not happened, he would not reside in Hawaii. He wouldn't take risks in life. He plays Survivor as hard and as fast as he can and will not let a day go by without living and having a real good time. It's interesting because last week, Cody just seemed for me like, oh my God, he's gone. This week, we got a really interesting arc out of him. Mm-hmm. It's not a winner's edit, but it's a Jeff Probst will see you next season edit. We'll 
you come back whenever you want. I got to be honest. And actually, like, I can relate to that a little bit as far yeah. as um, as far as his like personal story. And I really feel for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't mind him as a as a character. I think that I I, I don't think he's winning Mm-mm. because I, if he does win, I think it will be like a situation where he just doesn't piss off the wrong people. I do, but I I see him at least making the merge. I don't Absolutely. see him. Yeah, I I think he's either going to stumble ass backwards into an alliance that's going to uh, propel him far enough, far enough in the game where he's suddenly like at, no one wants to get rid of him until they have to get rid of him because he's a jury threat, or he will be medically evacuated very early on because he's stupid and will fall off it's, something. It's interesting. So the person I want to relate him to, and they're not similar in any respect really, but they're just interesting characters on the TV show. And I know Jeff loves them. Beast Mode Cowboy. No, I don't see Beast Mode, Beast Mode Cowboy in him. He, it's at least, the wild card part of it. Well, you know what it is? You, I think you might be thinking of like the survivor version of him. I'm thinking yes. of the big yes. brother creepy. Uh, That's a whole different version of Beast Mode Cowboy. He had time to watch himself and be, not be as creepy. Did he? I um, didn't know he had that much time. Oh, of course he had enough time. He had enough oh. time to watch. I guess you're right. All right. Let's say, hey, Coco, remember them? <laughs> I'm going to do it every time they say Coco. I'm sorry. Ryan will be teaching the kids yoga or ballet or something. I don't know what he was doing. It looks like ballet. Ballet. Um, and I was like, Ryan does ballet. That's interesting. That's that's a different character trait. Carlo he's knows one, that he's one of the girls. <laughs> maybe. Carlo knows he I don't, he's I not because they already have two of them on a tribe. <laughs> you can't have half gays. Can't this doesn't work Honestly, that way? A tribe of gays, and it's all called Coca. Oh, <laughs> Um, Carla notes that they are doing great. They have three-person girl alliance with her, Lindsay and Cassidy, with James as their fourth, and Gio and Ryan believe they are a solid three with Carla, but she is cautious of Ryan, who is close to Gio. Let's go with Gio, who's going to find almonds with Ryan. You need a not a rock to knock the um, nuts out. Did you know that? I I thought that they were looking for an advantage. I was like, why are you breaking something open with rocks? It's like, yeah. oh, we're literally just being wholesome, homoerotic here. Okay, cool. Yeah. Gio says they have almond trees in Peru. He used to spend a lot of times in those trees in his grandparents' house and would crack them all the time. He notes that watching the show, it looks easier than it is, but he's gone through so many struggles in life. Cue him discussing being gay. He knew he was different from a young age. He came out to his parents when he was 18, and their dreams came crashing down. He was not the person they wanted him to be. It was a pressure on him as he believed that he was not straight. They would not love him anymore. They told him if he does not change the way he is, he would have to leave the house. It's a sad but real story for many people in the community. He was forced into a homeless shelter. Um, He shares that the LGBT community has a high rate of suicide, something that he did consider, but he had to learn how to look at the positive. He shares that he is not going to let anyone stop him from what he wants to accomplish, and that is how he will play the game. Winner's arc? Question mark. No. Why no. are we having him in this moment in this episode? The only person we really speak to on Team Blue. Actually, no. I think that uh, uh, Carla is Carla. Carly. Carla. Carla. I actually am more. Am, I'm more intrigued by what she's saying. I'm it, like, yes, it's a very important thing. Uh, what Gio is saying. I just don't get a winner. V- I mean, granted, I haven't seen him be that strategic. We haven't had to see these people be in a strategic back against right. the wall position. So we don't know. But I mean, I can see the merit. I can see them going for a plucky 
sort of uh, smaller. You haven't had one of those guys kind it, of wins. Geo like, is an odd. upgrade to Romeo. He's an upgrade to Romeo, and he reminds me of if he's if he's strategic, he reminds me of Todd. Yep, absolutely. Uh, but Car- Carla, I think, is the most savvy player. It, we we seem to have a savvy player on every single tribe. Mm-hmm. We have um, Owen, we have Jesse, and we have Carla. If those three people can, if they make it all to the merge, they're all going to be targeting each other or yep. targeting the ones that don't really kind of like last season. Yeah. Well, we're going to continue to watch Ryan and Geo just mutilate trees. Uh, Ryan accepts Geo and feels he can be himself around him. And Ryan believes if they take control, they will be a good duo. Obviously, this had nothing to do with this episode. Keep an eye on this one. We're going to have to watch them in the future. They're going to fuck. Hey, I... Listen, Ryan's very hot. Very. It's not fair, actually. It's it's like, do they provide, uh, like, like Astro Glide out there? Is it like... Is that listen, one of the rewards? Listen, win? there <laughs> must be some shit in those um, packs that they get every day. Like aside from sunscreen, they probably like here. Here's the glistening sunscreen so you look fucking gorgeous with your backs. And, and I'm sure it's like it's. I'm sure you can use sunscreen as lube. Yeah. I would not know, Adriana. Do you know? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. Okay. Listeners, if you know, let us know. I don't use sunscreen, as you can tell. <sighs> yeah, you're um very very white, very white. Yeah. All right. Team Red and Blue enter as they get the first look at the two new Baka tribe where Mariah was voted out and, and no one gave a shit. No, I, I gotta be honest. It was not the smartest move showing up, branding yourself as basically like the rainbow target. Literally. Like, like, like not, not saying like, like uh, anything against like, because I did she identify as LGBT? I forget. I'm not sure, but it's a woman of color. So not well, a good look, no matter what. Well, no, because not even about that. It's literally just like, you don't wear red in front of a bowl. Fair. That's fair. You don't walk into a giant jungle be, when everyone's looking around trying to remember faces and try to remember names. And you're like, I'm going to wear the loudest, loudest, brightest things. Hopefully I blend in. Yeah. All right. It's time to get to a mini challenge and we're going to take back those creepy statues. I don't want them near me uh, because they may be possessed and kill me in my sleep. That being said, that's the horror movie I want to see. People think they're on a reality show, but then the natives come and attack them. The, I've, I've, I'm surprised we haven't had a horror movie where it was you're in a haunted house, but it's like actually real and mm-hmm. nobody realizes it. Why are we not being hired by Hollywood, Adriana? I mean, I have a, a full script for a horror movie set on Fire Island uh, called The Meat Rack ready to go. Oh, Did I so tell you mean- about this? Then, no, meanwhile, I'm like, can we do um, Survivor uh, Fire Island where it's played on the meat rack? Oh, AKA no. That, everyone just has sex. Well, yeah, yeah. No, but like, I never showed you that. I went to, no. when I went to grad school, I wrote an entire script during the pandemic for a Ooh. for a slasher film where the killer was a disgruntled ex-sugar baby that was killing off all of the daddy's new boys. Oh, my God. Wait, let's get this produced. I'll, I will show Isaac, you help us. Get, tell us the people um, in the Hollywood land who can help us. Get us on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. All right. For this challenge, they will dive into the ocean, swim into a cage. They have to get up and over and release a heavy snake. If a snake drags to the beach, onto a table, blah, 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 blah. But they have to get number tiles to solve a combo block. Two players will then solve a massive survivor puzzle. First, two tribes to finish are safe from travel and playing for a ward. Done this challenge before. Easy, fine. But it's not easy. It's a 400 pound snake. I will say, Jeff loves his innuendos. 
Oh, he sure does. I and don't he know. loves when we pick up on him. It's so, he thinks he's being very smart about it, but it's like. No, he loves it. And you know what's funny? I just imagine that like off camera, just out of frame, there's this giant cinder block warehouse that just has all these challenges laying around. They go, we're going to take that one today with this one and the snake. Literally, they're like, uh, because they've been playing in Fiji for so long, they have to have a whole storage facility with everything it's like the challenge uh, the challenge usa bro is the hangar that was very clearly just a warehouse that they emptied like i don't know what you're talking about don't tell them that oh i'll quit um <laughs> want to know what they're playing for first Where tribe gets for? a complete fishing kit second gets a smaller fishing kit losers go to tribe and lose their flint uh vessi will sit out noel i don't know i don't know i don't know if i have to about that nice i don't know you. Vessi will sit out Noel. Coco sits out Carla. Um, Adriana, how would you do in this challenge? I, okay, here's the thing. I will never, I, I'm a smart person. I have played Survivor as an, as like an online game where it's mm-hmm, like, where mm-hmm. like there's, there's mm-hmm. really tough challenges. Um, I will, ne- I'm smart. I will never say that I'm a puzzle person because okay. I know that that's the thing that people remember will happen. I would rather carry a 400 pound snake and struggle because there's at least other people helping me. That's fair. I would, I would not want to have all eyes on me solving a puzzle. That's fair. At least until, you know, when it's solo and then I can just solve puzzles, you know? That's a, I, I, that's a good strategy. Yeah. Everyone starts swimming quickly. It's time to work that snake. Um, how are you maneuvering a 400-pound snake, Adriana? I don't know. I have to do it every day. It's, re- it's really a, a it, I have really there. bad back pain from it. It's, it's just, you know, if there there's not the posture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now Baca will start leading with that snake and Cody is trying to wrestle the snake. And I bet he's done that before. I'm uh, sure he, he has. He's definitely ridden a snake. Is he, um, is he one of the girls? I don't think so. I think he's just eccentric. Uh, you know, I kind of feel like he maybe is like, of course I've, ha- of course I've been. He's, oh, he's dabbled in it. He's probably he's da- been like, yeah, he's dabbled in the dark art. <laughs> He's dabbled in the dark arts, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Red is trailing behind as blue and yellow are dominating. NECA is trying to push from the back of the snake, and the rest of Red is like, come up here! Meanwhile, Noelle is the worst cheerleader as she's just getting angry from the sidelines, being like, put me in, coach, I'm ready to play. Red, uh, yellow gets to the snake table first. They're going to get the tiles. Blue files behind, and Red just gets the snake caught as they try to get to the table. And eventually they're there, and uh, yellow's just on the puzzle by this point. We have Janine and Ellie for yellow, Lindsay and Cassidy for blue, and Red will eventually put Dwight and Neca. Um, at this point, it's hard to tell who's not the person to put on the puzzles um, because there seems like more you don't put than you do. Um, fine, these pairs are fine. And again, this is not a puzzle that's brand new to anybody. We've seen the, the this style of puzzle before. Granted, if I was dyslexic, I wouldn't say, yeah, put me in for the puzzle. Oh, we're going to get there. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, it's a battle for first with blue and yellow as red just tries their hardest. And Jeff teases their comebacks and survivor all the time. Not, Not there. One. Not there. In the end, it's a win from Baca. Yellow gets redemption, flint, and a fishing kit. Blue gets second, and they are safe and have a small fishing kit. Mm-hmm. Red is going to go to tribal. Dwight will note that they forgot a piece out of the bag. Jeff will ask how many steps before the talk begins, and Cody's like, 20. The parade is over. Hunted, be hunted. And Noelle says it sucks watching from the sidelines and she came out there not wanting to set out any challenges. She says NECA is not good at jumping off things or puzzles, so she wants to keep this tribe strong and she has to go. Noelle and her pride, I think, are going to be her downfall. 
I, if, if I was a savvy game player, I would smell the fact that Noelle is not likable and then just take her. She'll do well in the challenges. If it's a team thing, she'll keep you safe. Mm-hmm. And if you're loyal to her directly, great. Yeah. But she's not winning a jury. She's no, not, not a chance. Yeah. And honestly, like the fact that she, and like the fact that she has a disability has nothing to do with her win equity because realistically, like it's not an excuse to, to vote her out because of her leg. It's mm-hmm. an excuse to bring her to the end because she's not a nice person from what it seems like. I agree. Let's start with the winning team. We're going to stay with Baca for a little bit. Um, Janine says it's crucial to have the fishing gear as they can get a different source of protein. That's probably going to be the reason why I could never do Survivor. I don't like fish. Really? I don't eat, I don't eat fish. I love fish. I mean, I'll have like smoked salmon because like it's the Jew in me. I have to. It's like on mm-hmm. its obligation. That's about it. I don't like salmon though. That's the one thing I don't like. That's fair. Yeah. Ellie feels very proud of herself. She did that and it came from her brain. That is dyslexic. What? Wow. Now she's going to reveal that she had ADHD and dyslexia growing up, which are real things, no jokes, but it was just the way it was presented as like, what is your point here? Yeah. Well, I mean, also granted, like, I'm not sure if like dyslexia is something that goes away. Right. Now, like, she says that before she was diagnosed, teachers thought she was lazy and didn't care. She would get time quizzes. She would freeze up, only answer two or three questions. She said kids would talk about how she was dumb. Everyone but her mom and dad told her she could go somewhere and says an experience like this can shed those insecurities. A doctoral degree can't shed it, but a survivor puzzle will. Girl, I don't think you know what you're doing on the world of self-producing on Survivor. It's not cute. It's really weird. I mean, granted, like overcoming uh, adversity, great, awesome. I, I'm just like confused by the actual logistics of this. Has there too. ever has there ever been like an openly dyslexic contestant on Survivor? Openly, no. Open, no. <laughs> shut up. No. No, because the reason why is I'm just like, how? how Listen, we have seen people this? flip letters and win challenges before, um, but we, we I don't think anyone's ever been openly dyslexic. I, I, it's it's. It's fascinating. I'm now, not rooting against her yet, but I just want to, I'm like, how is this going to happen? I know. Now, um, let's talk about the equipment that they got. Now, before Ellie says they should- The Hawaiian sling. Rope, yeah, tie a long <laughs> rope around it. Um, Gabler's like, nah, I'm just going to hold it. Uh, she knows this is not going to end well. Now, the music is very much, you know, bad things are about to come, but it was the demo Gabler did where he shoots it forward and there's this laugh sound in the underscoring. The editors got him good. Very you know, good. You know what it reminded me of um, in a very morbid way? Uh, do, have you ever seen the Saw series? I've seen parts of it. Okay, so there's a scene where they're like in a classroom and they're like, du- where like there was a trap and they're dusting off all the clues of the CS, uh, like the whatever, like the mm-hmm. crime scene investigator people. And someone's dusting off a crossbow and it shoots across the room and gets one of the CS. I'm like, that was what that was giving me. Just like, yeah. why are you doing this? Have you ever spearfished? No. Why would I spearfish? Where am I, I don't going? know. Listen, there are things in your life that like would surprise people. Yeah, Maybe uh, that's it. I mean, um, I think that it surprised me that Gabler is like, yeah, I'm really physically weak and feeble. Let me do the fishing. Yeah. Well, as he's fishing, Ellie reminds Owen and Janine that they don't have to deal with Gabler's idol as it's now invalid. 
They want to verify this, though. Um, with it means the first two tribals in the game were the tri- the tribe's first two. So they're going to go find out what it says without being weird. So how are they going to go find out? Well, Janine oh. always said that it was whack when people would go through people's bags on Survivor as it was lying and cheating. But being there, it's different and you need your necessary needs to do it. She's almost going to get caught by Gabler, who's coming back for a coconut. But Janine says, anything you do to get an advantage is fair game. Adriana Trenton, do you agree? Absolutely. And I w- got to say, it's a good test of, of Owen's faithfulness to them because he actually was like, hey, Gabler, blah, 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 blah. Like that could have yeah. very easily, that was a risk on Janine's mm-hmm. part Absolutely. because if she was caught she is the first person going out, especially mm-hmm. since they know that they have to vote off someone else before they vote off Gabler. Right. Um, yeah. I would have such trust issues if someone did that to me. That being said, I would do it if I had to. I would do it if I had to. I think that, and honestly, at the same time, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel violated in that sense because like at the end of the day, don't keep an aisle clue in your bag. See? Don't, don't keep it in your bag. Keep it, keep it on you. If you throw it away, up your butt like uh, uh, if it was my idol clue i would have thrown it away janine finds a clue and it does say the word your next tri- to travel so gabler's idol is in play it will complicate things and janine assumes he will play the idol and does not want her name to be thrown out there more on that next week maybe i i hate that gabler is literally immune for two tribal councils yeah yeah <sighs> That's why they should have fucking just flushed it last week. But whatever, it's fine. It is what it is. We're back at Team Red. Um, time to start chatting. Cody will say that none of them caught that the piece was still there. They just stood back and watched the whole thing. I mean, how does that happen? Like, future players, count your bags and be organized where you toss things. Like, say, okay, we're going to take a second when we're strategizing. Throw them here. Count them here. Like, you have, I know you're in the moment, but this happens way too often. It really does. Like, or if you're PG, you purposely throw a piece away. Like, oh my god, I forgot about that. What's funny is that they showed uh, the bag. I think like Evneka actually put the bag down. I was like, oh my god, did she like? Did she sabotage? But I was like, no, it's it's not that. She there was that. Um, yeah, counting is hard for some people. Apparently, it's hard. It's hard. So who's going to be cut from their Ohana? Ohana means family. Uh, well, Cody oh, says that NECA was atrocious, but she's one of them as he loves her energy and positive attitude. She struggled and he knows that she's on the chopping block, but he won't let this happen. Noelle is pissed as she would have kept her good leg on and lifted. I was like, you can't say your good leg and not me thinking about scary movie and my good hand. I can't do it. Sorry, girl. You did it to yourself. <laughs> Justine is pissed that Cody blamed everyone for the missing piece as she believes it was NECA's fault. It was her job to grab the bag. Justine thinks NECA's great at camp, but not pulling her weight on the challenges. Noelle thinks that voting out NECA will keep the tribe strong. Now, NECA's going to ask the girls what they're doing, and they have to say they have to talk to the boys. And uh, let's go to the boys who say, NECA, they haven't said a shit to us. Uh, so she's aware that her name is being written down. At least NECA's she's smart. NECA's good. Not I a winner, but I she's not say, good. I wouldn't say good. I, I still think she's a fairly inept liar. I think she's not great at challenges. And I think that she's very much going by off of the good vibes energy yeah. uh, and is in a, a group. I well, think, speaking of vibes, she knows they have definitely changed. Yeah. And I think, I think that, um, I think that if she was in a larger alliance that like, if there's ever like a merge or a swap or anything like that, she's a low hanging fruit. 
Uh, NECA will have a moment with Cody and Noel, and Noel's grumpy that the other tribe are having stupid fish tonight. And I was like, you know who she reminds me of? I think it was her name. What was her name? Brittany from Big Brother last season? Uh, Brittany was the first juror who got out at Big Brother. Yeah. Who you think of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the one, the. The, yeah, the, yeah, 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 goes into the same, same vibes. Yeah. Same vibes. Um, yeah. I would be like, not for me, can't talk to me. NECA knows that she is tight with Cody, and Jesse hopes the relationships are something they can count on. We're gonna have Dwight and Justine on a walk where they note that they are only as fast as their slowest player, and Dwight needs to make sure Jesse is on board to get NECA out, as Dwight has no vote. She wants to split the votes on NECA and Cody in case she plays her shot in the dark. And again, to be fair. Jeffrey Probst has not mentioned the shot in the dark in this game. Do you think he told them about it and it just hasn't aired? I'm sure, but also at the same, because like it's an advantage. That's it happened blasted. last week in this season. And this week. Here, here's the thing. The shot in the dark, you never play. Never play it. It, it's, it has not worked. It's a bad advantage and bad strategy. Just get rid of the, the idea of it. Actually, no, I think that it's a, I think it's a good idea because it can also be a litmus test to other players. If someone is actively considering playing the shot in the dark, that means they're a bad player. Mm, yeah. That, like it, it's not bad to have more information about a player, but like, no. yeah. Justine has good vibes from Jesse, but he, she has an inkling. She might be being played. Cut to Jesse telling Cody, he's scared of Justine. Girl, you got played. Cut to Justine coming up to Jesse going, am I being played? Yeah. Now, Jesse thinks Justine is a bigger threat to his game, um, even as you could just never trust a salesperson. We will never. see her tell Jesse earlier about needing a decoy and how she's good at lying and keeping a straight face. So, yeah, Jesse, she's scary. Um, Cody is still on board with the stereotype of salespeople. Um, Adriana, what is the stereotype of salespeople as a salesperson? Oh, exactly what they said. Uh, cutthroat um willing to lie through their teeth um and very much their number one everyone else's is something else they have that they don't have to worry about it's um yeah so if my mom is needing a new mattress right now mm-hmm. you're just gonna be like i need the money big sale well no actually because uh at least in my industry um i don't work off commission so i'm oh, not... okay good you're good so yeah yeah i don't i don't do that um, but if she doesn't need a mattress, you can come talk to me. I will help her. Um, but it's, it's, it's Justine isn't a dangerous player. She's cause she's a bad player based off of like the, the her paranoia, the, the paranoia and the rookie moves that she was making. Mm-hmm. Um, but she had the, the potential to be a good, a dangerous player. If that Absolutely. Makes any sense. Yeah. Jesse is trying to get on the same page with Dwight and Jesse will lie a bit and say that his vote is Dwight's vote too. As he pitches that he and his wife have this thing where they are in the pineapple zone, meaning they just are honest and straight about things. And they talk about ideas. He says his nerves are going with the girls. Justine is scary. And he tells Dwight that she's really good at lying. Um, Dwight will try to bring up his fears about Cody and the whole throwing out ideas to each other gone as Jesse literally just cuts him right off. If I was Cody or NECA in the situation, I would note that dynamic and then try and pick off Jesse from Dwight. Mm-hmm. Before they can finish, the spider queen arrives and they're like, oh, up spiders. Good decoy. Do you think that honestly, like how bad, like, are they, are we talking tarantulas? Are we talking like yellow sack spiders? No, no they're probably like little, little baby spiders. Little, little, like, little ones. I would never want to stick my hand in any blocks of wood right. out of fear of like, no, they're, actually, they're probably little baby no, yeah, I did. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Justine will now straight up pineapple zone Jesse without her even knowing what that is and be like, You're the swing vote. Are you playing us? 
he's like, I thought I was the trustworthy one. Was Justine saying this in front of Dwight and Jesse, the spider woman kissed to death? Like, was this the moment where they're like, girl, no. Kiss of the spider woman. This was this was a CBS plant that literally they cast it, I'm sure, and has no idea how to play this game. Yeah. It was it, it it's rookie mistake after rookie mistake after rookie mistake. You like Okay, so when I played my uh, Survivor game, um, it was the same situation where it was pairs. And it was two pairs that were against each other and Isaac and I were in the middle. And mm-hmm. we went with, okay, who, who, like, we went with who, can, who has more uh, equity to actually trust down the road and who can we actually like, reasonably rely on. And also is there someone in a, in one of those pairs that we can convince that person to vote off? Right. And realistically, like, and like we aligned with them. And I think that that's Cody and NECA in this situation. Cause I think NECA doesn't have much equity going forward. They Dwight, save her once, they won't save her again. Dwight does not want to vote Justine as he feels Justine and Noel are there. And he has a lot more options going forward with them, but he has no vote. Cody does tell NECA that she is his ride or die, and Jesse reveals that Justine has an inkling that it's her or NECA. And NECA is down to vote out Justine, and Cody's like, is there an E at the end of her name? Right? Right? That was funny. That was funny. Cody will take a walk, as he has nothing to do. He would love an idol. His eyes are appealed. I mean, he was an Easter egg hunt legend. So what does Mm. he find? A stick with bird doo-doo. But wait, he's still out there. Will he find the idol? Is it the kiss of death? Well, he finds the beware advantage. He remembers that from season 41 and 42 that the Beware Advantage exists, but he is L-I-V-I-N, so he doesn't even hesitate. He has found an immunity idol bracelet, but in order for it to have power, he has to put his social skills to the test. Each tribe member has a distinctive bead attached to their personal bag. He just has to persuade each of them to give them his spe- their special bead. How you persuade them is up to you. You cannot steal the bead. It must be willingly given to you. In order for the bracelet to have power, you must have the bead of every player at Tribal Council. If any bead is missing, it is powerless, and you cannot cast any votes at that Tribal Council. What do you think of this twist? Okay. I I, I gotta say, more advantages isn't necessarily a bad thing. I think that it was really stupid of him to do this, but also at the same time, I'm just a risk-averse person. I wouldn't really want to do yeah. it, especially knowing how close it was to the Tribal, apparently. Um, I, w- I would honestly hide it and then find it the next day and then just be mm-hmm. like, okay, let's, you know, like, then, like, see if I can actually do it. And if not, I mean, I have the entire day to figure it out. Um, but I just really, like, that was dumb. That was dumb. It was like, dumb. I mean, he, he's aware of it as well, but I think just the idea of this twist, what it is, it's only good for the right people. Like, Cody, the right person to find it. If, um, if Justine found it, oh, that would have been right. bad. It would have just, it would have backfired. So this is where I'm like, okay, Survivor, you made something really cool. It worked to your advantage. Uh-huh. Almost like you planted it there for him. But like, I got to say, that was a little I'm, weird. I'm, that was a little right. weird, yeah. It was yeah. weird. Although, um, now that now that beware advantages are a little bit more of a commonplace knowledge thing, if I realized that I wasn't as socially adept as I wanted to be in this game and I saw a board advantage, I wouldn't go for it. Cause that's asking for you to play a social game. Yeah. Now, what is your strategy? How would you get yeah. your beads? 
And it's not Mardi Gras. I mean, you don't show your boobs. No, I would. I mean, realistically, I think that I would rely on other players that would d- help me do my dirty work and actually get those beads. I mm-hmm. would have to tell at least some people about it. Um, I think that Cody did the strongest. I think that he could possibly would do, be, which Absolutely. was l- laying into his charm. And he was really fucking lucky he made that hat. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Now, Dwight and Cody are now not voting. That means Noelle and Justine will be voting for NECA as NECA and Jesse will be voting for Justine. Um, Cody's like, damn it, I fucked this up. At camp, he knows it was a huge mistake to open the advantage and has to figure out how to get those beats. He knows that they are super fans and their stuff is gold to them. So, I mean, T, I would keep everything. Um, how's he going to do this? He's going to talk to Jesse and reveals he opened it, shares his bead situation. How will he get it? Well, Jesse will tell him that he should use the hat. He can get Jesse's and Neca's, and if he can't use them, draw them in. Jesse knows if you lose your vote, if you open a beware advantage, and now things are going to be chaos. So Jesse tells Neca about the magic beads of it all. Um, it's a scramble time to get these beads. He will talk about wearing his hat and says it will be a legend move to have a palm fronds hat that's bedazzled. And it's like, oh my god, this is now drag race where you have to hit the travel ra- runway main stage with your new look. Wait, question: Did they announce if it was? Um if like this idol was good for beyond just this tribal because my thought process would be if i thought it was just for this one if i wasn't confident in it and i knew that i needed every single player's um uh rock or whatever it was and like i can't get it after they get voted out so like i think this is my only chance to get it right i would i would focus on splitting the vote for one of the pairs so that way no matter what like i don't have to vote and then yeah. I can just say, I had no say in this. I had to, I had the board advantage. I couldn't do it. Yeah. There's a lot of ways to, like, that way, to don't work this. In, yeah. There, there are a lot of things that I thought about through this advantage. I was like, I, this, this doesn't really make sense. Like what if he didn't do it in time and Justine leaves and he can't get that bead. But there, there are a lot of loopholes that I was like, I don't understand how this advantage fully works, but yeah. Jesse is like, I need Dwight Noel's beads after he is already gotten uh, NECA and Jesse's. Um, it's working. Everything's working. Justine's gonna offer it. And be like, yeah, take my beads. Is Noel gonna contribute? I feel like Justine had to know. I feel I like Justine know. had to know. She no, because Cody's too eccentric. Like, she was like, he's funny. He's weird. Okay, hear about. Well, because they kept. Uh, she has that nervous smile, and I yeah. kept waiting for the confessional, being like, something's up, but I have to do this, otherwise I'm gonna be like, yeah. Well, Noel is using her bracelet she's not going to give it a while um dwight is like but no you don't need two come on cody's freaking out noelle's like i have an actual castaway with i'm an actual cast with beads will he get the beads we'll find out let's head to travel first all right so they go grab the torches do the ritual travel council blah blah blah, blah. fire represents life blah, blah 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 cody though and his hat are feeling the stakes um as they got to camp they were dropped into an opportunity of lifetime until today where they are going to whip someone out and get the end of their survivor story jeff will ask about the weaving of the palm fronds hat and says he's learned it from the uncles who sell it to the tourists i don't um in hawaii i was like okay that's a good cover he's thought about it on his walk there good good job good job he figured that this could be the last day there and he wanted to rock and give people what they wanted and he knows that with the help of his tribe he put beats on them and jeff is just sitting there being like this is amazing thank you for doing this um Justine wanted a hat because she was squinting in the sun and he'll make a hat if she stays another day. That's not for him to decide. It's a tribe thing. Bad improv skills, bruh. 
Well, also, it was bad on Justine at this tribal council. She was singing like a canary. Singing like a canary. Justine wanted um, to make this work for her, but Jeff notes that, like, a simple comment of a hat will cause Justine to mention that, like, she knows she could be going home. Her and Noelle hit off. They are a good pair. Dwight and Jesse are no man's land, and Cody and Neck are the strongest, too, and they know they're together. Oh, and she's the only one who hasn't spoken with Cody, so that's an extra target on her back. Um, the fact that she threw out Cody and NECA as like not good gameplay because I don't think you think you have the people you do have. Yeah, and it's not. It's definitely never benefit. Like tribal council is always a precarious thing. I would never want to do it on Survivor because it's something where you have to answer the questions and Jeff will keep asking for hours. But at the same oh, yeah. time, it's like, you don't want to stick out like a sore thumb. So mm-hmm. it's like, how do you do it? Dwight will ask Jesse if they're together. So Jesse gets on his knees and proposes no, hashtag no homo. Uh, Dwight will say it's been very difficult for him to have strategy talks as it's common knowledge that he has lost his vote. He has no concrete say. And Jeff will ask how they know all this. And he reveals what ha- happened. Jeff says that trust is the only currency in the game. And for Jesse, that's the case. He says he goes one-on-one about himself as he builds trust. He says, if you are authentic, they are authentic back. Now, NECA says watching Survivor with other Nigerians, they're on the coffee table screaming at the TV. I get that. I'm, I don't jump on things, but I'm that way sometimes watching the show. But she reveals when it comes to the discussion of other idols or advantages, sure, there could be one or two out there, but like the beware advantages, they make things difficult. She's aware. Noelle says no one has said anything to her about them. So either they're playing a really great game or no one has found anything. Little do you know, Noelle. Cody says not having that uh NECA. Oh, sorry. Well, Cody, Cody says not having a vote can break up an alliance and make an easy target to break up an alliance. And Noelle will say that no one deserves to go home, but they need to keep the tribe strong and she doesn't want to be sitting there again. Um She's another one just saying like a canary, just being like, I think all these things and these people are going to be my best friends. Jesse does say it's a big dilemma to either be strong or have an alliance. He won't say which is more important, but they developed emotional relationships that you have to set aside and play the game. It is time to vote. What will happen to Mr. Pomfrons? Well, by a vote of three to one to one, Justine is the second person eliminated from Survivor 43 Squid Games. We have Jesse, Neca, and Cody voting for Justine. Noel voting for Neca, and Justine voting for Cody. Was this the right move? Um, but yes, Cody got the beads. Yeah, I think that realistically, um, Justine was a player that you just couldn't help. Yeah, and she wasn't. There's was nothing that you had to kind of just cast her away. Um, I think that Neca dip- displayed a very serious ineptitude for review. Because I don't think they anyone. I think she said the word "beware advantage" before anything else got brought up. Yeah. So it's true. like I would not trust her if I could throw her. I would. No, I would. She would be the next one that I would vote out. Obviously, Dwight is shocked by the results here. Um, I do. Obviously, the girls going uh, splitting the votes was as smart a move oh. as, as they could possibly do. Um, wasn't going to work through their advantage because they didn't really have the numbers there. But yeah. Burning questions to wrap this up. What is Justine's legacy? being there and no, hanging out no, with, and I, telling I, a story about her dad. I, I think that realistically Justine um, is one of those players that had the, had like the on paper, like they should be good at survivor, but they just didn't quite like it's, 
you can always say you'll be good at Survivor because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But when you are there, there is something that is going to be a di- like a different energy comes out, and you mm-hmm. either have it or you don't. And it's like, yeah, it's like the cilantro. Like, does it taste like soap or not? And for her, she tastes like soap. I think they wanted her to be a Black Widow. It was never going to happen. She didn't have that spark. She didn't. Who's in danger, girl? Neca. Um and uh, I guess not Gabler, but Gabler is not making uh post march. We're gonna have a moment where Gabler is like gonna be in trouble next week, but it's I, I, we're gonna see something with him and Ellie, and I honestly think it's gonna be them connecting. I don't know who's gonna be the sacrificial lamb there, but I can see it's something happening. I think Janine um, would be the sacrificial lamb in that case. I think so too, and that's what I'm. That's why I think she said what she did. Yeah. Um. On blue, I couldn't fucking tell you. I I, I think they're safe for a while right now. Wait, isn't that um, blue? No, they're they're uh, yellow. They're yellah. Blue is Coco, Coco. with, with uh, Ryan and Geo and oh Ryan um, Geo Ryan Geo. I got I gotta say, Ryan, I would be very worried for because I don't think that I think that he has a little bit of an if he's teaching everyone ballet and everything like that, that's a little arrogant. The only person who is weirdly I'm not sure about is Cassidy. I just don't know anything about her, but she's so active about talking about strategy. So she's the one who's confusing me here. I, yeah. I, um, I, yeah. After two episodes, the winner of the season is. The winner of this season, I would say, would be... I'm going to take a shot in the dark and take a complete stab. I don't know why I'm thinking this. I like Carla. Okay. I'm going to go with Gio. All right. We'll see. I don't know. Adriana, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? You cannot find me on Venmo because uh, my Venmo account got shut down yesterday, Um, but you didn't know about this? Oh my God, I forgot. I saw that. (laughs) All right, people, if you're doing Venmo, do not actually make a joke and say you're sending sexual favors. Just don't do it. You'll get fuck everybody up. Don't do it. Oh my God, no, but um, you can find me on all social media platforms at It's Trenta Bitch, um, because it is what? Trenta Bitch. Um, but yeah, uh, that's all my social media platforms. I might be getting a Venmo account back. I might be getting a cash app. I PayPal, might... do it. PayPal's owned, or Venmo is owned by PayPal. So, oh, that's right. So I can't probably do that. Um, but I will figure it out. In the meantime, you can catch me every Thursday and Sunday in New York City at various shows. Uh, follow me on Instagram because I mean, I need more than 3000 followers to get on drag race. And um, sadly I am not there yet. Well, it was always a pleasure to have you on. And I am sure we're going to be talking about survivor more often on the show again soon. Anytime. The biggest thanks to Adriana for coming on subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.